You are listening to Spot On, a health and wellness podcast that breaks through the latest media headlines to provide you with accurate and usable information that is, well, spot on, spot on to meet your needs. I am your host, Dr. Joan Salji Blake, a nutrition professor at Boston University and the author of the college textbook called Nutrition and You, which is used in colleges across the United States and abroad. Hello, Spot On listeners, I'm back. So here today, I have a special guest. Her name is Steph Grasso. She's a registered dietitian. Are you ready for this? <laughs> she has over 2 million followers on TikTok and over 110,000 followers on Instagram. So she started, we're going to find out how she started and what she's doing on TikTok, but she is trying to be, because she's a registered dietitian, nutritionist, more a sane, sound piece of advice, but entertaining at the same time. That's why we're having her on here. Now, I'll tell you why I want to do this. The top 10 craziest things you've ever seen on TikTok, because I saw something the other day, and I said, that's it, we're doing this. This is what it said on TikTok, okay? It said to put a garlic clove, a raw garlic clove up your nose so that could help with decongestion if you have a cold. Now, I said, what? Now, I am Italian. I mean, Stephanie knows I'm Italian. and But there is no wicked way a garlic clove is going up my nose, in my mouth as part of a nice, you know, tomato sauce, but not up my nose. I mean, think about, A, the possible irritation, but more important, you know, you may clear up your cult, which you're not really going to do that, but you're going to clear the room of your friends. This I can tell you if you have a garlic up your nose. Yeah, have you seen those videos? Their snot is coming out of their nose. Okay, oversharing, oversharing. I don't think we need to have the snot coming out of our noses and watching it, okay? So that is why this woman is on here uh, on Spot On because we have to talk about the craziest things that are out there when it comes to nutrition and health and wellness on Spot On, on, on TikTok, I should say, because I read that you know people who use TikTok are on at least an hour and a half each day. Now, I don't know if that's great, but that might be in and out and in and out. What do you find? Oh, I totally believe an hour, at least an hour a day. I'm looking at my screen time. It's going to blow your mind if you heard my screen time. But that's the scary part of social media. It's addicting. You're just constantly scrolling and scrolling. And when you're on social media, the time is not on the screen. So that's very smart of TikTok and Instagram. They don't show the time. So you might think it's 10 minutes. It's an hour that passes by. And you know, it's brainwashing. You're absorbing all this information. Not all the information's bad, but most of it out there, it can do a lot of harm to your mindset. And it's very, very dangerous. And so that's why I hopped on this app, especially TikTok, because that's the younger generation. That's the Gen Z. They're still learning, absorbing all this new information. So, you know, I'm there to prevent them from learning all this scary, scary stuff out there. That's so great. And, you know, that's what di registered dietitians, nutritionists are trained to do is, you know, give out nutrition guidance and advice based on science and not, you know, they're not going to tell you to put a garlic up your nose for goodness gracious sakes. So someone's got to be out there policing this. So when did you well, get on? Like, I know you said you want to help the public, but when did you like say, okay, I'm going to do this on a regular basis? 
and it's so crazy. So it all started, um, I was actually a clinical dietitian three now. Yeah. been three years ago and I wasn't even on social media. I had an Instagram account that probably had a hundred followers. It's called touch of turmeric. Cause I did my master's thesis on turmeric. So I was very, very proud of that account. Um, and I will always remember one of the nurses at the hospital, she actually made me download TikTok. She's like, you got to check this out. It's really fun. And this was during 2020 with the, during the pandemic. So everybody's home, you know, stuck at their houses. So the only thing you have to do can do is be on social media, creating, you know, fun videos. So I decided to download it and she was right. It was addicting. And at that time it was a lot of, yeah, like I said, fun dancing videos. But then I started seeing, you know, the nutrition videos and cooking videos coming along, the what I eat in a day and these diet trends, like how to lose 10 pounds in one week. And it was very harmful because I read the comment section and there's these young, young girls on there following their advice coming from these influencers who have no credentials. So um, at that time, I still had no plan. I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to download or create videos and become viral, all that stuff. that's not really what happened. A little background um, about me. I was always into videography and I want to become a film director. So love creating videos. It's my like hobby. And so one day after work at the hospital, um, just to kind of, you know, refresh, it's very intense at the hospital during COVID. So I got my mind off of it and I decided to make a video on magnesium and just showing foods that are high in magnesium. I did it to music. I'm there pointing, you know, having a good time posted it, didn't really care. And the next day I was charting on a patient. My phone blew up. It had over 30,000 views in, you know, a couple hours. It just kept going and going. And I had no idea what viral even was. So that kind of grabbed my attention. I was like, oh, people are into nutrition. Maybe I should keep going. And that's what motivated me to post every single day before going to work. I'd make videos at four in the morning, just posting evidence-based nutrition and I have I still have so much fun with it but um because of TikTok and because of all my followers I was able to quit my job at the hospital two no a year and a half ago and now I'm a full-time content creator that's great good for you we need more of you out there and that's super so I have Steph on here I I said to her we're limiting it to 10 crazy things she's like we we could do 400 of these we can do 10 so we 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 have a list of the 10 craziest things we've ever seen on TikTok. So the first one we were gonna are gonna talk about is okay, what is an internal shower? I know what an external shower is, but what is an internal shower drink? And I don't even know who created this name and how well anyway, so this one we're starting a little mild. So this is an internal shower drink (laughs) started by a chiropractor and he said basically put some water, two teaspoons of chia seeds and lemon mix it all together. And that's going to cause de-bloating, weight loss. It's going to help, you know, basically get a flat tummy. That's the words he used. And so people are like, oh, losing weight in a couple of weeks. Heck yeah, I'm going to do it. And we all know, well, okay, us dietitians know, I mean, yes, it can relieve constipation because there's fiber in there coming from the chia seeds and you're drinking water, but it's not a miracle drink by any means at all. And so that blew up somehow. I love this internal shower thing. You know, as dietitians, Steph and I have always said that, you know, if you want to, you know, get things moving through the GI tract, it's called fiber. And fiber is like a broom, like sweeping everything out of the GI tract here. But it's not just chia seeds. It's whole grain cereals. It's whatever. What a hoot. 
And I love the lemon. Like, what does the lemon do for anything? Maybe just a young gag on the way down? I mean, I, what? So, that, so that's another trendy ingredient that's going to bring us to number two with the lemon coffee. So everybody thinks lemon is a fat burner. And that is what they use on social media, a fat burner. I don't know where that came about. Um, I will say I noticed this trending about two years ago and people would put the squeeze lemon in water and they say they lose weight. But in order to lose weight, you know, you have to be in a calorie deficit. You got to work out. You got to have a balanced lifestyle. There's no miracle drink that's going to make you lose weight. Okay. Let me just tell you, I start my day with good coffee. Okay. Good coffee, fresh brewed, good coffee. I mean, I, I go to Italy once a year and I'm talking, I know good coffee. All right. Now there is no wicked way I am putting lemon in my coffee. I, I, I don't care if it said I'll become a millionaire to do that. There is no wicked way that lemon is going in my coffee. This is the craziest thing in the whole wide world. Well, Joan, you have five cups of coffee a day, so you can't sacrifice one <laughs> cup of coffee. <laughs> Okay, so let me just tell you about what she just said and why she just said that. We just got home from a wonderful conference together. We went with a, a few great dietitians, friends of mine and, and of Steph's. And um, she's sitting next to me at this conference and saying, how many cups is that? I'm, she's sitting down and she keeps looking at me like, was that number four? Is that number five? Okay, so I, you, how do you know if they're not maybe some of her decaf stuff, okay? Every time I saw her, there was just a new fresh cup of coffee. I don't know if she was just sitting on it or she just kept refilling it. <laughs> but with your energy, I knew that was number five. <laughs> well, let, let me just tell you, I put milk in my coffee. So think of all the calcium and vitamin D I'm getting, buddy, okay? Okay, this next one cracks me up. I, I can't understand this. Cucumbers dipped in sugar. Now, what what are we trying to do with? I love cucumbers. What are we trying to do to the cucumber? So this is to replace a uh, watermelon, a health a healthier version of watermelon. They claim, which this one blows my mind. This comes from a influencer who's does keto, so that kind of says something. But obviously, this isn't keto. Um, and she said that if you just put cucumber and sugar, that's going to taste like watermelon. And it's basically demonizing watermelon when we know it's such a good hydrating fruit, full of potassium fiber, and it's 90% water. So there's nothing wrong with watermelon. Right, right. I mean, how, it's just like perfect. How could you, how could you say that about watermelon? And then what you're doing to the little cucumber. The cucumber has a taste of its own. And I love cucumbers. Exactly. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. I actually just posted a TikTok about these crazy diet trends. And this one woman commented saying, but my kid loves um, cucumbers dunked in sugar, which, you know, that's fine. Maybe if they're trying to slowly get them eating vegetables but why ruin a perfectly good cucumber and just eat the watermelon <laughs> that's exactly right like why don't we have a cucumber the salad before dinner and the watermelon for dessert okay this one um that you we said this is more serious and this actually upsets me this one really upsets me and this is really why you need to be out there uh all dietitians need to be out on social media because this is hashtag what I eat in a day video and tell our listeners exactly what this is and how potentially this could be a problem. Yeah, so this one's actually pretty controversial. Um, so what I eat in the day videos are basically they all start with a girl taking kind of like a selfie video of herself and it says what I eat in the day. And these videos tend to have women who are very fit, very, you know, nice figure. That's really what you see. 
and they go over their diet that they eat. So it's usually like, you know, black coffee, some eggs and a couple of pieces of fruit and very, you know, sometimes the food's very minimal. It They make it look very picture perfect looking. And um, some people love these videos to get some motivation, which I can see sometimes I even like these videos. I'm like, oh, that recipe looks really, really good if they have a, you know, well-balanced meal. But honestly, overall, this can also do more harm than good because this kind of shows what your meals need to look like in order to look like that. And this isn't even right. weight inclusive either. It doesn't, you know, take into account people's living situations, what they can afford, you know, the kitchen right. appliances. So it sets this really, really high standard of what you should eat in order to look like that. And we know there's just so many different healthy looks different in so many different ways. And I just right. hate how that's an expectation of it. There's so much wrong with this. I We could spend a whole episode on this, but you're right. I don't like the fact that if you want to look this way, you have to eat these very small meals. And also, I, I've not seen this, but I'm assuming it's like fresh vegetables and fresh cut pineapple and salmon that is just grilled perfectly. And so again, it says to really, you know, be healthy and perfect, you have to eat all these healthy, perfect foods. And we know that is so wrong because, you know, you it, it's all about uh, a wide variety of foods and it's not nutrition unless you eat it. And guess what, folks? In this inflationary time, you know, we need to get more produce on our plate and fresh, frozen, canned. I have, my kitchen is full of all of those. And I'm telling you, I eat them all. I eat them all through the week because you know something? Uh, it's a little expensive in that supermarket recently. And you know, if a fresh a pineapple is $6.99, I'm like, mm, I don't think so. Let me go to canned. And so I tell you, I eat canned on, on, on hand all the time. So I have it, especially like in smoothies. Do you do smoothies in the morning? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Frozen can. That's like my whole kitchen staples now. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So no, no shaming, you know, and know that we have to have this elitist food. It could be plentiful. All foods fit. But I really uh, I'm upset by this because, you know, we have a lot of people with uh, body image issues they're working on. And, you know, no shaming, no food shaming, no body shaming. And none of this is that you have to do this to get that. And for people who have disordered eating, this could be a trigger. And it makes me kind of upset. So I did make a video basically just debunking what we're talking about now about the what I eat uh, in a day videos. And TikTok just doesn't like like it and it hides it. So the world, they don't push those kind of videos out there, which is just so upsetting to me. And they just love you know, making those videos viral. So I try, I'm trying my best, but man, it's hard. <laughs> okay, uh, Steph, yeah, you are. Now I'm, I'm going down another aisle here. Let's talk about that. So you're telling me that when you post a video, if it's a certain way that TikTok likes it, it'll promote it. And if it isn't, it's going to put it in the back of the line? Correct. And so now they change the algorithm as well. So you can't use certain words. You can't use the word diet. You can't use the word which some is good, like you can't use the word weight loss, but they're very picky of the words you choose to say. And if you violate those guidelines, it won't put the video out there. They just don't like putting a lot of evidence-based nutrition out there it, because apparently it's boring to the audiences because, you know, it's straight up facts, but people like to see those really interesting quick fixes and things that aren't really, you know, ordinary and that's what goes viral so it's just very hard to create these videos but that's why 
I think I'm pretty successful with it because I've learned the formula to it is you have to be educational. You have to be entertaining and inspiring. Right. I think those are the three pillars right. to make right. successful videos. Well, you know, when you get to your number of followers, you probably don't need to be have TikTok pushing you because they're going to come to you every day anyway. You know what I mean? So you get probably up to that level. That's good. And so that you can you can push out some good information because the followers are already going to be there. You know? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Talk about this healthy Coke. What the heck is this is another one where people are just demonizing another food. So obviously Coke, but what they're doing instead is they're getting sparkling water and they put balsamic vinegar and they claim it a healthy Coke. It looks like Coke and they say it tastes exactly like it. I tried it. Absolutely. No, it does not. Um, and that was just a funny, weird trend everybody was doing. But that's just another way to people are saying, well, Coke is really bad for you, has all this added sugar. Right. Try this instead. But if you're trying to, you know, cut down on your Coke intake, there's so many other ways to do it where, you know, trying these seltzers that have less sugar, my favorite's called Poppy, or maybe, you know, getting a Coke, pouring into some seltzer water and, you know, diluting it a little bit, right. or just, you know, minimizing your intake step by step, but just replacing it with balsamic vinegar and seltzer, that's not going to help your relationship with Coke whatsoever. And you're going to be running back to the Coke. Because you never want to drink that again. Listen, you and I know this. The number one reason why people eat and drink certain things is taste. So you, if you're going to have this, you know, a healthy or what you think is a healthy alternative, but it tastes like, you know, bubbling balsamic vinegar. I mean, I love it on my salad, uh, crazy salad. But, you know, not, you know, not to be drinking it over the rocks. So, you know, oh, my gosh, it's unbelievable. All right. Next one is kind of defines itself the carnivore diet. So tell me about this. I think this is probably my least favorite, most trending diet out there. I cannot believe people are so serious about this. But there's these, I don't want to call them crazy, but you know, they're kind of crazy. Um, these people, the only thing they eat are meat, eggs, and I think they have seafood. I don't know if that's allowed, but that's it. They don't have any vegetables, no grains, no nuts, no fruits, because they call it poison. And they believe that it inhibits the absorption of all the nutrients you're getting from me. And vegetables are basically, quote unquote, poison. So they're out here just eating straight up, not even cooked sometimes, just raw steak. <gasps> and I have this one man, we kind of talked about it before. This one man comes to mind where I just, I made a video with him. I duetted him. and basically just bashed him and debunked all his stuff because he's out there eating raw, like a uh, cow's brain. He's eating um, just, you know, hamburger meat for breakfast. That one is a very extreme one, but I've actually seen one today where this one woman, she'll for breakfast, I have it written down here. Uh, breakfast, she had a hot dog and cheese for breakfast. Lunch, she had two quarter pounders with no uh, bun, but cubes of butter. And then for dinner, she had two more quarter pounders with more butter. So it was like a mountain of just straight up butter. So the macros for that was 2000 calories, 90 grams of protein. So right there, you know, that sounds okay. And then 175 grams of fat. But we all know that this is like saturated fat. You don't get any unsaturated fat from this because it's all animal products. Um, so that's the right. one thing like I would love to see all their blood work 
on this diet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the carnivore diet, it's all just meat, fish, and we think maybe poultry on there. Can you spell constipation, um, Steph? Can you can you spell constipation for me? Because I mean, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I mean, and you know, oh, and I've seen you constipated. You're not fun to be with and you're constipated, Stephanie. Can you imagine, really? I mean, seriously. I can imagine their mood. They must be so uncomfortable. Yeah, there's no fiber. No. Where's their vitamin C? Like, yeah, they're just so deficient, right. those. And I don't know if they're taking supplements and whatnot, but I really hope they're taking a fiber supplement. You and me both, my dear. Oh, my God. Get off that. Eat fruits and vegetables, whole grains. That's the way to go. Okay. All right. Now that we're on chewing everything, this one... Steph sent this to me because uh, she's always on TikTok, obviously. I, I, I almost said, like, I can't read it. All right. Parasite cleansing. Oh, my dear. Please tell me more. This one's a little scary one. And unfortunately, there's not too, <laughs> there's not too much research behind it because I have seen some videos. So these people are drinking these, like, it, there's one called Paragard. They're taking this black liquid and apparently you parasites come out if, when you use the bathroom that's what they claim and they show it and they're these long worms um it looks like worms and they take this to de-blow and to uh detox their body and with this one specific brand it's called paragard and there has been some research with this one specifically where it's actually doing a lot of harm to your intestines and some researchers claim that those worms that they're seeing is actually part of their lining of the intestine because it's damaging oh, their gut. Good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my goodness. Oh, it's, I yeah. Look at me. I'm speechless. When have you seen me speechless? I can't, I don't even know how to come back from that. I don't know how to come back from that. All right. No parasite cleansing. All right. This one I have actually heard, drinking a drinking liquid uh, chlorophyll. So this this one, is this still out there? Because I remember this was like maybe in the summer. So tell me about this. Yeah, so this one's still kind of out there. People are moving more to what's called uh, Bloom's Nutrition, which is another green drink. So liquid chlorophyll, mm -hmm. I would say, is kind of last year where people are using the pigments, or chlorophyll, putting in water, and they claim it's, you know, de-bloating, making them lose weight, your skin's glowing. Um, and you know, maybe their de bloating is coming from their excessive water intake they're, you know, they're having because of the chlorophyll. But I did my research on it too. And I saw that if you just eat one cup of spinach, there's about 24 milligrams of chlorophyll in one cup of spinach, which is equivalent to one little dropper of the liquid chlorophyll, which the liquid chlorophyll is very expensive. I believe it's like $50. Whereas one cup of spinach, like that's, right. it's a lot cheaper. Um, and so just for that one, just eat your vegetables. And there is a new one called Bloom's Nutrition. Very expensive. I know this company is paying a lot of influencers, not right. nutritionists, dietitians, but just influencers to promote it. And they're paying them a lot of money. So they are doing very well in their marketing. But I looked into that research and it has very, very little benefits. Um, if you drink it, but it's just way too expensive and it's just not worth it. You know, that gets on to something, Steph, I want to ask you about because uh, a lot of these, you know, silly things that we're talking about here are these influencers are getting paid. 
And we, how does one know that? How does one know they're getting paid? I mean, I know you're supposed to do hashtag sponsored, but is that always very transparent? It has to be, especially with the new FTC guidelines on TikTok. Thankfully, they have a button where on the bottom it will say paid sponsorship. They need to have it. Um, And I think TikTok does a good job that if you don't, put that, uh, if you don't specify it, it won't push your video out there. So it kind of knows what video is an ad. Right. Okay. Um, Cause you can get a lot of trouble for it, but you know, people do do it sometimes. So you have to be very, very careful. Cause there's some sneaky influencers out there who they don't care about FTC guidelines, but they will just post for, for the money. <laughs> right. Right. And again, we always say that is when you, when you get onto these influence and you go to their bios, read their bio. What makes it? What's their background? What's, do, are they a registered dietitian nutritionist? What What is their background to be talking about nutrition? And so that's really, really important. So look for that. If it's a paid sponsor, that should be a red flag. Not always. It's not necessarily always bad. I mean, you could be a paid sponsor for potatoes. I mean, that's I'm a healthy food. It doesn't really matter. But I'm as long as it's disclosed. But if it, yeah, that should be a red flag if it's something that sounds a little bit wild. All right, we're down to to talking about nature cereal. I, I don't understand what's wrong with cereal and why we have to have nature cereal. What the heck is nature cereal? So that's the problem. There's nothing wrong with the specific trend. It's called nature cereal, and it's basically fruit, uh, strawberries, blueberries, and I don't know what the other fruit is, and you put coconut water in a bowl. So it's like a bowl of fruit, but people, they're calling it nature cereal. And what's Harmful about this, which I believe is that you're demonizing cereal and people think, you know, cereal is not healthy. You should have fruit and coconut water instead, which we were just at a conference. And, you know, I made a TikTok video about this last week that people I feel like a lot of people forgot about cereal and how nutritious it is for you. Like if you look at that nutrition label of cereal, it has at least 20 percent of your daily recommended vitamins and minerals. And some of them I have a Cheerios uh, multigrain, it has 100% of the daily recommended value of a ton of vitamins and minerals. So I just don't know why we're bashing on cereal for eating a bowl of fruit. Yeah, to me, that's not nature cereal. That That's that's fruit soup in the morning. And that's good if you want fruit soup. But you're right, for the money, for the fiber, for the nutrients, and no, no, no prep. No cleanup, it goes right in the dishwasher, the bowl. I mean, you know, and I always say, Steph, you always look at someone and you look at their friends and you can tell them who they're all about. Well, cereal hangs out with milk and fruit. I mean, what good friends are they have? I mean, it's a nice pack there. So I don't understand it. And we have to get people to get up and have cereal in the morning. I have to tell you, I give it to my kids for snacks. Oh, it's oh, a great it. yeah, snack. Yeah. And I'm telling yeah. you, I've been having it every morning for the past two weeks having cereal in the morning i have it with uh dairy's milk and then a banana i am so energized in the morning just from that breakfast and i'm actually stayed full for quite a while too i don't know if it's the protein in the milk but i think cereal is one of the best breakfast foods so i don't think it needs to be replaced by nature cereal you can add fruit to your cereal but it definitely does not have to be replaced by this well, you know, it was something I was going to say, you know, when you came first on, because we're on YouTube now, so I can see your lovely face, I saw a little glow. I wasn't sure what it is. Now I know because you switched to bananas, milk, and cereal in the morning. You're glowing. You you were not glowing at the conference. I'm just telling you right now, there was there was no glow, okay? I'm going right. to make a video all about it. How to glow. <laughs> cereal. <laughs> all right. Last one. Okay. I, I don't know what this is. Okay. Here we go. 
The 75 hard. What? So this is actually the 2023 diet. A lot of people are trying out their new New Year's okay. resolutions. So this is a very specific diet. Well, actually, no, not diet, but it's a specific lifestyle that you have to do for 75 days. Every day, you have to work out for 45 minutes twice a day. No breaks. They say there's no rest days. So working out twice a day for 45 minutes, you have to drink a gallon of water every single day, and you have to pick a diet. They don't give you a diet. They just say stick to a diet, and it has to be you know, a very intense diet. So a lot of people are doing the whole 30s when they're cutting out all the sugar, processed foods. They're cutting out a lot of food groups. So you're hangry for cutting out all these big food groups. You're working out twice a day. You're, <laughs> you're peeing probably every 20 minutes because you're drinking a gallon of water. And another part of this lifestyle is you have to read 10 pages a day, which I support reading. That's great. I don't know how, you know, why it's part of this challenge. Um, and then no alcohol as well. So, you know, this is just another diet where it's not sustainable and people are doing it because it guarantees, you know, weight loss. Um, quickly, well, 75 days, which I can see why, because it's a very, very restrictive diet, like any other diets. I mean, they work, but how long do they last for? So this was just another trendy one people are doing. Right. I just want to translate that because people say a gallon. A gallon is 16 cups. 16 cups of water. I mean, that's all you're doing is you're just drinking water all day long. And how do you work out for 45 minutes? You're drinking that much water because you have to stop and go to the bathroom, just like you said. So I don't, you know, it doesn't make sense. It, the, the, and, and I read too that you have to do 45 minutes outside and 45 minutes inside. Okay, so let me just tell you something. That's great in Alaska or Boston, you know what I mean? Canada. Yeah, you know, 45 minutes in the winter outside. Yeah, okay. All right. Yep. And I've seen people doing this. They're like falling on the ground. They're miserable. So highly, just don't do it. (laughs) Okay. What they should be reading for the 10 pages is a nutrition textbook. Uh Uh-huh. You got that right. That's right. All right. My dear, thank you so much. This was really, really a lot of fun. And so, you know, it's crazy out there. It's a jungle out there on TikTok and, you know, on Instagram, on on YouTube, on Facebook, whatever. So, you know, you have to make sure what you're watching, you know, is credible. Look for credentials. Look for somebody that knows what they're talking about. Try to follow the science so you don't really, really get hurt. And my dear, you are a winner. Steph Grasso, she's on um, 2 million followers on TikTok. You know, I'm going to tell you something. After this episode airs, I bet it's 3 million. Okay, I just want to tell you that. I bet it's 3 million once this episode airs. All right, my dears, Steph Grasso, thank you so much for being on Spot On. Thank you for having me. This was so much fun. (laughs) Spot On is supported by the Boston University Sargent College's Master of Science degree in nutrition program. Log on to bu.edu to learn more about this fabulous nutrition graduate program. Thank you for listening to Spot On. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This way you'll get every new episode every week. 
And by the way, leave us a nice review. And can you also like us on our Spot On Facebook page and suggest topics for future episodes? Please follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Joan Salji Blake. And oh, by the way, can you send this episode to five of your friends? Do I ask a lot of you?